Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. Today is Saturday, May 15th, and we have a very interesting NBA final weekend. So we are going to talk through this, strategize it, look at the uh, possibilities of who's trying, who's not, who's sitting, who's playing. There are a lot of variables uh, to discuss. We also have everybody that's playing tonight in all six games uh, on the first night of a back-to-back because we are uh, full entire roster of teams playing the final game of the season tomorrow. All 30 teams play. So we have 15 games to go over tomorrow, but uh, tonight it's just six. I should say today because that's the other quirk in this NBA schedule is five of these games are early afternoon and just one evening game. So not sure exactly why, but that's what they did. Um, so we're going to talk through, you know, basically the situation where the teams sit. Uh, we'll look at the spread. We'll, we'll take a look at, you know, who's in and out for teams. What we're not going to go over is a lot of the statistical analysis of these teams for the season. Because to talk about pace, defensive efficiency, all of the, the numbers that these teams have, have rolled up through the years is going to be very inconsistent because some of the teams are going to have five different starters than they've had the majority of the season. Uh, some may have a couple, and it's just all over the place. So I think by looking statistically uh, at a lot of stuff here this weekend uh, is, is an error uh, because it's going to give you skewed numbers. Um, and again, you know, the reason we, we feel we have such a massive edge here at DFS Coach Talk uh, and why we invite all of you to join us is, you know, these are the perfect kind of slates today and tomorrow that, you know, talking through it, looking at the situation, understanding who the coaches are and what their tendencies are and how they manage their teams, all of those things really are more important than statistically looking through an optimizer and determining through that who to play. Because there are so many intangibles here that that can't take uh, into account. So uh, we're going to do it the, the way you know it's meant to be done and the way that we feel is going to give us a massive edge on this slate. So appreciate you joining us on this Saturday. Uh, hello to all our members out there that are listening in. We always have a weekly uh, noon Eastern meeting with all of our members and go over uh, subjects such as bankroll management, contest selection. Today we were scheduled to talk about, uh, you know, as far as which sites uh, you play, what are the best contests to go in, and how do you prepare for those uh, on the front side? You know, what are some of the analysis that you look look to as you start to narrow down your choices. So I, I tell you all that to let you know that we're not doing that this week because we have this very strange oddity of all these five uh, NBA games very early, but we will do that for next Saturday. So if you come uh, aboard, we'd love to have you. Um, you'll get that next Saturday as one of our members, and we'll do that with our whole group. Uh, a huge announcement today, and the most exciting thing, we have uh, just released the, late last night uh, a, our best offer of the year. 
and it's in honor of the NBA playoffs, and it is the NBA playoff package for Coach Talk. And it's only uh, $111. So for $111, you get the entire NBA playoffs, which is May 22nd through July 22nd. So it's two full months of NBA Coach Talk. And remember, just because it's the NBA uh, membership for the playoffs, you don't just get that. Whenever you join uh, Coach Talk with any of our memberships, you get everything that we offer, all of our podcasts, all disc main chat discord with all the sports that we're doing, uh, all of our lineups, everything. So it is a wonderful deal. Uh, this is really our heart and soul is NBA. I mean, that's uh, our, our main background and we live for these playoffs. I've personally had really great success for five seasons in a row in the NBA playoff run. So uh, very excited to offer that. Hope that uh, we get a bunch of people jumping in. And all you have to do to sign up is go to uh, dfscoachtalk.com and you'll see, uh, go to the memberships page, you'll see that offered the NBA playoff package. So uh, we'd love to have you. All right, let's, let's break this down, figure out what we're doing here and see the teams that this matters to and the teams that it doesn't really matter to. So, uh, and then we'll go, go through it from that standpoint. All right. Um, the first game that I have, uh, listed here is, uh, Chicago and Brooklyn, uh, Chicago and Brooklyn, uh, Chicago's 30 and 40. This is a 1 PM Eastern game. Brooklyn's 46 and 24. So where does that put us with these two teams as far as the playoffs go? Chicago has been eliminated. They are done. They're out. And so this game means nothing to them today or tomorrow. Brooklyn, on the other hand, is uh, a game and a half behind Philadelphia. So if they win these two and Philadelphia loses their last game tomorrow, uh, Brooklyn uh, would jump to first. So that is one thing to be aware of. So that, you know, it does matter for Brooklyn. So that, that's a good thing to know. Now, it's a long shot. Um, you know, if they do happen to lose two games, Milwaukee is one behind them for third. So they certainly want to win today and then uh, see what, what tomorrow brings. But I think that they're going to give some effort and get out there. All right, so for, for right now, um, the news is, and again, you have to follow this up until lock because – uh, it all changes immensely these next two days. Right now, uh, Sadoransky is questionable. Troy Brown and uh, Daniel Tice are out. The uh, line, starting lineup probable is uh, Kobe White, Levine, Patrick Williams, Thaddeus Young, and Vukovic. So that's where they stand. Um, the Brooklyn Nets are an 11.5-point favorite. And this is a 234 over under. And for Brooklyn, uh, Chios is out. Harris is questionable. But look at this uh, probable starting lineup. It's what we've been waiting for. You, along with uh, Griffin and, and Harris, if he plays, if he doesn't, we'll report who's starting in his behalf. But you got the three stars in there. Harden, Irving, and Durant are all playing. Uh, so they get this 
little two-game weekend set uh, to get sharpen it up together as a group. So, you know, how is that going to affect things? That is interesting. Um, for me, there's this. This is really takes on a, a different uh, situation here. Is Chicago going to scratch guys and sit them? Uh, will we get that news? Uh, is the question. As of now, they're playing people. Brooklyn with their three stars should, you know, lay it on them. I think you know, even if Chicago starts their regulars, I think they'll rotate quite a few of the bench players in there. Um, this game should uh, have a decent pace, and I think that, um, you know, Brooklyn should should take care of it pretty easily considering the circumstances. And it makes, it makes it very difficult because you have Harden, uh, Irving and Duran all priced extremely high because that's all come to play in play with everybody of those three missing at some point. So it's a hard spend, you know, if you want to go up to one of those three. As of now, I'm not really looking to do that. Now, if I did, um, it would, believe it or not, probably be James Harden. I know he's he was on a minutes restriction the last game. I did read uh, some some chatter uh, from Harden and, and some of, of the Brooklyn you know, that the Brooklyn beat writers posted, and he said he definitely wanted to play some uh, additional minutes, get his legs about him, get his feel back. So I mean, I think he could play 28 to 30 minutes, you know, without any problem. And we know that's enough time for him to basically get a triple double. So. Harden is on my radar, and I think, you know, we could probably get him at a decent ownership. Um, <clears throat> really, that's that's the only place I'm looking uh, right now. Uh, just don't trust the veterans and some of the other guys getting quite enough minutes uh, for Chicago. So it's going to be a, a pretty thin early game uh, for me. All right, let's talk about game two, also 1 o'clock Eastern. It is the L.A. Lakers and the Indiana Pacers. Lakers are 40 and 30. Pacers are 33 and 37. So we've got two scenarios here. Lakers definitely want to win these two without question because right now <clears throat> they're in the play-in tournament in seventh. They still can catch Portland, uh, but... Uh, they cannot catch the Mavericks. So Portland is a half a game ahead of them. So if, if uh, Los Angeles can win out, uh, they can jump out of the, this play-in uh, event. Uh, so you know they're going to be trying to do that. Um, they, you know, Other than that, that's really all that matters to them. Golden State and Memphis are two games behind them, but they only have one to play, so that's over. So the Lakers... Uh, are either going to be in the play-in in seven, or they could move up to six if they can win and Portland loses. So I think the Lakers play play this one hard. Indiana is in the play-in tournament. They're locked into that. Uh, the, right now they're in the ninth spot and eighth spot tied for Charlotte, so they're tied dead even. And Washington's only a half a game behind them, and they still could catch Boston, who's two games ahead of them. So the bottom line is Indiana's trying to position themselves higher in that 7-10 play-in, which makes a huge difference because it's a matter of having to win once to claim that eighth spot as compared to twice uh, if you're lower. So they need these games uh, 
you know, this weekend as well. So let's take a look uh, at the the guys that are out. Uh, we know Dudley is out. Marcus Gasol and Kuzma are probable. Then we have the question marks, and it's everybody that matters. Caruso, AD, LeBron, Schroeder, and McKinney. All those guys are questionable. Uh, if they start all those guys um, and they do play, it'd be Schroeder, Pope, James, Davis, and Drummond, which is the lineup they're looking to roll with in the playoffs. So the question is, you know, how important is this for the Lakers? You weigh two sides of it. Two more days rest for AD and LeBron, and then just try to win through that play-in tournament and go from there? Or do they roll these guys out now this weekend and somehow try to jump Portland and get into the regular uh, playoff spot at six? So very interesting. Um, you know, I've got a feeling they're going to play uh, their guys, but we, we haven't gotten that news yet. We'll be watching it all morning here very closely, uh, and that will determine everything in this game. Um, Indiana right now has uh, Holiday, Lavert, and Sabonis as questionable, and Lamb, Sumner, and Turner out. So all kinds of craziness there. Um, if Lavert plays, he'd probably start at the point. If not, we'd get McConnell again. Then Holiday, McDermott, and Brissett will probably be in there. Um, so bonus if he plays. If not, we may see Goga at center uh, and a little bit of a center by committee. So tons of news that we need clarification on. Uh, but, you know, both teams do have motivation to win this. So whoever does end up in there, uh, I don't think it's going to be just for, you know, a little show for half the game and then rotate. I think they're going to, uh, suit up the guys they can, and those guys are going to go out and play. So as soon as I get that news, this game is going to have uh, some serious action for me. I'm looking at, uh, depending on obviously the news, uh, at least two or three guys from this game. Uh, with the 228 total and the Lakers favored by seven, it just fits the criteria for me, uh, you know, if some of these guys sit. Now, if LeBron and AD do play, I would assume it'd be with uh, specifically LeBron with some time of minute, type of minutes restriction. So I probably won't go there. But lots of stuff, lots of possibilities. All right, we go with the third one o'clock game. So we have three games at one Eastern. And it's the Charlotte Hornets and the New York Knicks. It's only a 212 total. Slow ball from the Knicks for sure. Knicks are five and a half point favorites. Uh, let's look at this situation. You know, where where do these teams sit? Now we have Charlotte square in the middle of a basically three-way tie for eighth, ninth, and tenth. They have qualified to be in that play-in tournament, but their positioning in that is going to be determined. So they definitely uh, would like to win these games this weekend. The Knicks... Uh, the Knicks are solidified um, in the playoffs. They've guaranteed that without having to go into the play-in game. But the difference between 6th, 5th, and 4th is still completely up for grabs. The Knicks and Miami are tied for 5-6, and Atlanta is a half a game ahead of them. So, you know, certainly they're going to try uh, to win these two games. They'd love to get 
that half game back from Atlanta and get up into the four spot. So there's the potential, uh, you know, to host that that uh, first round game. And, and then maybe uh, depending on who wins and who loses, having another uh, home game, uh, home series as well. So Knicks are motivated to get it done <clears throat> as well. So interesting. We'll see how this uh, completely plays out. But as of right now, um, you know, it's not the most exciting game for the fact that Knicks are going to definitely slow down Charlotte. And, you know, with Ball and Rozier specifically, um, you know, you want to get to those guys. Um, also, uh, you know, they're, all their guards are playing well, too. Uh, you know, they're getting it done and they're, they're sharing the ball. So not, not as ecstatic about, you know, uh, Graham, Ball, and Rozier all getting shots again, but not getting as many because they're playing the Knicks. Right now, Bridges uh, is questionable. Hayward out, Martin out, and that's Cody Martin. And for the Knicks, uh, it looks like Rose is uh, doubtful, Robinson out, and Ladoza out. So starting lineups would look like regular uh, Peyton, Bullock, Barrett, Randall, Noel. How long do they play? We know Tibbs plays his guys. And it is pace up for them. So I could go to a nick or two here. I think that would be uh, more logical. Um, on the Charlotte side, you know, like I said, having Graham Ball and Rozier all shooting the ball pretty well makes it a little bit tough, um, especially against that defense. So I don't think I'm going to spend the money uh, to go up to, to those guys. Um, P.J. Washington, Biombo, if he starts, you know, you can, you can consider Washington, but, you know, he's going to have his hands full with Julius Randle. So really in this game, I prefer uh, the Knicks, a couple of the Knicks uh, in the pace-up situation. All right. Now we have two, two o'clock Eastern games. Uh, the first one is Boston in Minnesota. Boston at 35 and 35 and Timberwolves at 22 and 48. And we know Jalen Brown's out for the season, so that's a rough one. But let's see what uh, what does it mean to these two teams. Boston, uh, as we said, is locked into this play-in tournament. They can't escape it. But they're seventh, which gives them an edge. They don't want to fall to eighth, ninth, or tenth. If they lost both games this weekend, they could be caught by all three teams, Charlotte, Indiana, and Washington. So they're definitely wanting to win either today or tomorrow, and lock up that seven spot. So, I, you know, they should be out there playing. Now you've got the, the tough team to figure, and I've talked a lot about them. Minnesota's been eliminated for quite some time, but they're playing darn good ball. Um, they really are playing good ball. They're 6-2 and two in their last eight. And like I said, watching them play, they've sort of got this new rebirth of, hey, we're going to finish with all our guys, which we haven't had healthy most of the season. And we want to win and prove that we belong. So they've been rolling with a lineup of Rubio, Russell, Edwards, Vanderbilt, and Towns. And they've been beating people left and right. And I think they would like nothing more than to beat Boston today and the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow. Finish out with two wins and you know uh, get up to 24 wins. Feel good going into next season. Um, you know, they're going to get <clears throat> a top lottery pick anyway, 
they're going to be in that group where they could get first to seventh, whatever the case may be. Uh, and I, I really think that the, the small chances of picking one spot higher uh, means a lot less to them than finishing out the season uh, with, with a push. So uh, the, these Minnesota guys are in play for me. I think Cat for sure, because Boston is just devastated inside. I mean, listen to this, these people out for Boston today. You've got Fournier and Tatum probable. But you have Marcus Smart, Tristan Thompson, Kemba Walker, and Robert Williams all out. So as of now, plugged in as the starting center for Boston is Luke Cornett. So Cat ought to have a field day um, if he gets the minutes. He's my buy-up center that I'm looking at in this game. I don't think Edwards or Russell are out of play either. Um you know, it's odd, but it may blow out the opposite direction of what people think. I mean, Minnesota is a four and a half point favorite, and I agree with that. I think Minnesota could lay one on Boston here. Uh, it is a 230 and a half over under, so it's it's very respectable uh, in that sense. I mean, the probable lineup for Boston is Waters, Nesmith, Fournier, Tatum, and Cornett. So, man, Boston has just gotten through the blender in this uh, injury stuff. So, uh, you know, I do like Minnesota. I'd like to have some strong exposure there. Definitely spend some of the salary. Um, Boston side, there's some good value. I mean, do you want to roll with a Cornette? He can shoot the ball. He can score. You know, the question is how many minutes. Um, but, you know, they're so shorthanded at the bigs. I think he's a reasonable option. Um Paying up for Tatum is always, you know, uh, been a good idea recently. He's going to get a massive amount of usage for as long as they stay in the game and he's in there. Fournier is is an option for sure, uh, the way he's been shooting the ball, but he's very points dependent. And then, you know, the two guards. I mean, do you go super cheap if you're doing stars and scrubs on this five-game slate? Uh, you know, Waters or Nesmith are possible. Nesmith's shown certainly, you know, being part of the rotation now, even when they have their guys back, he's getting minutes. So he'll probably benefit the most. Uh, he, he'll he see the uh, probably other than Tatum, will see the biggest bump in usage. So all options there certainly will have uh, some good exposure uh, in that game without question. All right, let's look at game five for the main slate. Uh, it that two o'clock game, it's the Phoenix Suns 49 and 21 and San Antonio Spurs 33 and 37. So as far as the standings go, Phoenix is uh, a full game and a half behind Utah and a full uh, two and a half in front of Denver. So worst Phoenix can finish is second. They would have to win both games against Utah or uh, this weekend, Utah would have to lose their game tomorrow. If those two things happen, Phoenix would leapfrog them and finish first. Now, is that very likely? I, you know, I mean, it's certainly possible. The question will be, you know, is that going to affect Phoenix and who they play and how many, many minutes they play them? Um, you know, that's what we got to figure out. But here's the, the problem. San Antonio is locked into 10th. They're in the playoff, but they they can't move from the 10 hole. So 
these two games this weekend mean absolutely nothing. So you've got, we talked about it all season. Derek will weigh in. He knows it's the pop scenario with two games that make absolutely no difference for the Spurs. So what does he do? Does he keep some of his guys sharp? Does he rotate half of them? Does he set them all? Good luck on that one. That's for sure. I don't trust his lineups. You know, the fact that this this game is an hour after the other ones, you know, you build a lineup with him, uh, some of his guys, boy, you better have an absolute escape clause to go to other guys because it, anything could happen. Um, you know, we really don't know. Uh, as far as injuries or question marks, you know, we've got Rudy Gay, doubtful, uh, DeJounte Murray, questionable. Uh, we know that DeRozan, Lyles, Pirtle, and Simoncic are out. So where does, you know, it could be Drew Eubanks season again. Everybody likes to go bonkers with Drew Eubanks. Makes sense. Um, you would think he'd get a majority of those minutes, but it's pop and these games don't count. So, you know, we have to make sure if you're going to do that, you feel really confident. Uh, we do not have that, you know, confirmed news yet. Keldon Johnson, just way too risky. Uh, Lonnie Walker has taken these opportunities to step up. But again, you know, I don't think his his run is safe. So probably won't go anywhere with San Antonio except for the possibility if I get confirmation that he's going to play good minutes with Eubanks on the, the sites that you can use two centers like Yahoo and DraftKings. As far as the Phoenix side goes, like I say, I, you know, I think they want to win this. They want to try to finish first. And, you know, if, uh, if they're going to have that chance on the last day of the season, they need to win this one. So they should take care of business pretty easily. They, I assume their regular starters, Paul Booker, Bridges, and Crowder, except Aiton is a possibility of not playing. Uh, he's questionable. So if he sits, you know, we'll see couple of their backup big Sarge and a few guys get some minutes. Um, and then we'll go from there. Johnson and Nader remain out. So it's tough, man. This, you know, do you spend up for the Phoenix guys? Just, you know, knowing this game could blow out so early. You know, I more lean towards a guy like a Mikhail Bridges, a good possible play, or Jay Crowder. Um, I'm not going to spend up for Paul and Booker just because of the concern of the lopsidedness. So won't have a ton of exposure this game. I think it's just way too dangerous uh, for sure. All right. We're also going to talk about this last game on the slate. It's a solo game we're going to cover here at Coach Talk. We'll give out the showdown lineups this evening. It's an 8 p.m. Eastern game, and it is Miami at Milwaukee. The Heat are 39 and 31. Milwaukee's 45 and 25. So, for this late showdown game, what are these teams looking at? Well, we've got the Miami Heat sitting in the fifth spot, um, a half a game behind Atlanta, which they'd love to jump up to fourth for that home court uh, piece. And then they're dead tied with the Knicks. So, really, five and six are tied. So, this is going to matter a lot these next two games because they could finish fourth feel much better about the matchups, get a home court series, or they could finish fifth or sixth. So they need both games. I think they go after it. 
uh, and play them. Now, Spolstra's a little conservative, making sure his guys are ready for the playoffs. So uh, need confirmation on his lineup and making sure that he is going to push with some of his main guys to win these last two. And that's not a guarantee. Milwaukee, on the other hand, is cannot finish worse than third, but they're only one game behind Brooklyn, and they do have some motivation uh, to want to take that second spot and have the matchups work out a little bit better for them in their path in the playoffs. So I do think that it's not like crazy important for Milwaukee, but I do think they want to win uh, this weekend and try to move up that one spot. The nice part about it is it's the second highest total on the board at 232, and Miami's a two-point road favorite at Milwaukee. So very interesting lines there. And part of that is because we don't know exactly what these lineups are going to consist of. Um, Right now, you know, the probables for the 45 and 25 bucks are their regulars, Holiday, DiVincenzo, Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez. But I expect that may change. Um, We need to see what that news is going to be throughout the day. Again, we don't have to worry about including any of them on our main slate lineup from this afternoon. But, you know, let's follow the news, confirm who's in, uh, catch some coach speak and stuff and see what what Spolster and and Coach Bud plan on doing. Um, For Miami, uh, Kendrick Nunn is questionable. Um, And then... Other than that, the regulars, Robinson, Butler, Ariza, Adebayo, uh, hopefully will be back in. We know Ariza had a twisted ankle. Um, so, you know, let's follow these reports. And and uh, before we can pick anything in this game, um, you know, we're going to have to go through those and see what, what the situation is. Also, uh, you know, if you're going to play some of those showdown slates, make sure you reserve your contests because when – People realize there's only one game tonight. They want to have some NBA uh, DFS action. They are going to jump in these and fill some of the good uh, tournaments. So you definitely want to have some access there. All right. Um, That is the situation. Tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun. I'm on the podcast alone with all 30 teams playing. So we will do an abbreviated 15-game analysis Similar to today, maybe a little bit tighter so that it doesn't go forever because it's going to be a lot of information to absorb, but we're going to do our best. Again, you know, we're not shying from this weekend. We love this challenge. We feel we have an edge and, you know, we feel we can crush it uh, both uh, today and Sunday. So definitely stay in uh, in tune with us. Again, we have that special offer, the NBA playoff package. It's $111 for two months, May 22nd through July 22nd, the entire NBA playoffs, and you get everything that we offer at Coach Talk. All the basketball, baseball, and golf right now, all the lineups, you name it, you got it. So we'd love to have you join. If you're watching this on YouTube, do me a big favor. Please uh, hit the thumbs up, smash that uh, subscribe button so we get uh, you know, we get you uh, here each day. And then the alarm alert button in the upper corner also will remind you uh, when our podcast post. We're doing seven day a week NBA podcasts throughout the entire playoffs. So you don't want to miss any of that. 
We do some serious analysis of these games and series each day. So a terrific thing to, uh, to follow us with. We also do a podcast on Wednesdays for uh, the NBA, or I'm sorry, the PGA. Uh, and we do lineups on Wednesday for the full tournament and Friday for the weekend only. And then once the NBA playoffs end, um, we're going to start some MLB podcasts to go along for uh, the summer. So should be fun. A lot of winners, a lot of stuff to uh, count on. Big key factor is you, know, you can follow us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, Andrew is at Language Olympic. And I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Um, and shoot us questions there. Uh, if you want to comment YouTube uh, as well with any questions, we're checking everything. Uh, and we will get back uh, with that answer as quickly as we can. So appreciate you listening in. It is a complicated weekend, but it's a weekend that we're going to uh, make some money. We feel really good about it. We love our edge. So let's dive in and, and get after it. And then uh, we'll be prepared for the playoffs next week. So thanks for tuning in. Appreciate all our listeners. Appreciate all our members. And uh, definitely talk to you tomorrow when we go over all 15 games of the NBA slate. So can't wait to do it. Uh, have a great Saturday. Enjoy uh, all these great games and uh, absolutely make some money. Fist, bringing it in, hand over fist, and then you'll be all loaded up for the playoffs. So uh, look forward to catching you tomorrow as we look to crush it in NBA DFS. <laughs>